The views and opinions expressed by the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of this station or Webster Rock Hill Ministries, its management, or other hosts or underwriting sponsors. Programs presented by KWRHLP are for educational and entertainment purposes only. It's gonna get better. I'm forgetting how it used to be. Hey, this is Eric E. Smooth Weathersby from the original KOVLradio.com and the heart and soul of St. Louis Mix 995. Get out your phone and follow Testimony Tuesday Radio on Facebook and Instagram. You need to check out the previous episodes. All you got to do is log on to www.unheardmedia.biz. What up, what up, what up? This your boy TB2. We got the homie JP CEO and we got... One of our special guests, which is DJ Radar, I'm following him on Instagram right now, DJ Radar 314, DJ Radar 314, and this is yet another episode of Testimony Tuesday Radio, where we do what, y'all? Praise, Praise your, your way. way. Now, that, you want to say something, Radar? New name, DJ Radio. <laughs> no, it right, DJ Radio, or DJ Rail, uh, <laughs> DJ Rio. It, all right, it didn't get dark in here. I got shades on, but that ain't the shade. Listen, we have... <laughs> have a dope episode lined up for you today we are in season two thank you everybody that's been tuning in all over the world to this great show shout out to 92.9 fm for allowing us to be here and to share this journey with us um shout out to jp because she's tied yes with bleach <laughs> yes and fabric softener yes and one to two extra spin cycles yes baby she's so tired her eyelids won't even open Somebody asks her a question, she just lifts her head up and say, huh? <laughs> it's real out here. They're like, JP, it, it can is, you see me? I cannot. It is real out here. When people say things about um, entrepreneurship and, and all the glamorous stuff that you see on television and on social media, uh-huh. the devil is a lie. Yes. It is not glamorous. Wasn't nothing we make glamorous. it look good. We do, but wasn't nothing glamorous about today, was it? It was not. It was not glamorous <laughs> at all. You know, some people be looking at what they think is a finished story and don't realize it's still some unraveling, unfinished pieces behind the scenes. So to all the entrepreneurs out there, God bless, man. It is, it is, I'm walking into year 14 and it is still a struggle with what I will call tax time pimping, a.k.a. the tax time flu. Wow. Folks don't want to work wow. during that time. So. You know, she's when, not lying. <laughs> when you are the brand, then you have to roll those sleeves up and, and, and make sure it happens. So for all of the entrepreneurs out there that your your employees, your consultants and your vendors are out there pimping with the tax time flu. I'm praying for you, too. Pimping since been pimping. Since been pimping. Yes. Did you say tax time flu? The tax time flu with the tax time pimping. You mean when they got them 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 tax returns back that was more than a dollar, and then they felt like they needed to go make a rain, make a rain, all of that. Went went to the All Star Weekend, and um, they 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 didn't want to go to work. I expect to see a lot of Tim tags these next couple of weeks. They don't want to go to work. Yeah, hey, like I'm all about it. Like enjoy it. 
if that's what you do, enjoy it. Yeah. However, handle business too, yes. right? Because that that influx that you have is temporary. So instead of you know losing money because you got a little bit of a lump sum, like be consistent. Keep keep stay stay focused. Don't do that. But I'm not saying, hey, if you need to get your vehicle, by all means do so. If you need televisions, by all means do so. If you want to take your man or your lady somewhere, by all means do so. But don't don't put yourself in a hole later because of it. You done called off, so you done use your sick days <laughs> and all that. They call off, they quit. Yeah, they, they almost. <laughs> Pretty well, much. A couple of them getting fired. <laughs> like the, the the stunt they pulled today, you will no longer be needed. That's it's just like the theme of the year for JP. Your services don't work. Your services yeah, are yeah. no I'm longer a, I'm needed. A, I'm a fairly calm person. She got that cut uh, off spirit. You know, however, however, um, you know, you can only you can only give people so many chances. That's true. You know, before you know, if you value something, you take care of it. If not, God removes it. Simple. And these have been your morning announcements here on Testimony Tuesday Radio. See, y'all didn't even know that y'all be getting word all the time. You just don't be knowing where your word coming from. So please take heed because JP really do got cut off spirit. She got a cut off spirit in 2020. You know what I'm saying? Radar been trying to get cut off for the last five years, but, you know, for some odd reason, she just won't do it. Listen, anyway, today we have a special guest in the building. Um, uh, Definitely, um, just from reading up on the information on her, she definitely is a powerful woman of God. And has a story and um, some uh, uh, some very important information that I think is very um, needed for our community and the culture and in the world. Now, this is your first time here, and so usually I try to be, you know, accommodating, but JP and Radar tell me I can't. So, um, you're going to have to introduce yourself, because that's how we do. No um, problem. So, who <laughs> are you? Where you from? What you do? Oh, and man. uh What's new? What don't I do? Oh, well, my. Um, my name is Zena Sparks Chambers. Come on. I am the CEO and founder of the Darrell Thomas Foundation. Yes. I'm also known as Reverend Chambers. Hey. Um, congratulations. I, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, it's funny. People, I've been getting, you know, congratulations. You, you hear it. But it's not like a congratulations. Like, you know, it's something, you know, typically you work for something, right? You yeah. make goals and plans and uh, you execute and you accomplish something that you set out to do. Yeah. This was not like that. So when I hear congratulations, I'm like, nah, man, I'm just, I'm just in obedience. I'm just walking, you know, by faith. And, you know, yeah. it's just different. It's different though. But I do appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, well, listen, we <laughs> congratulate you. Listen, no, trust me, it's it is. Something else. Listen, because anybody with sense don't necessarily want to take on those types of right. calls. But not, when you know God yeah. is putting it on you, right? You know, you got to right. do it. So. How did, uh, what is this foundation, which is awesome, uh, it's something that may be brought out of somewhat sadness, but it produced something that's going to be a blessing. So what, how did this all come about? So uh, the Darrell Thomas Foundation raises awareness for cardiovascular disease in young athletes. This came about because I lost my son, Darrell Nathaniel Thomas, October 8th, uh, 2018, from an undiagnosed heart condition. Wow. Yes. How yes. old was he? He was 13 years old. He was uh, had just started eighth grade and uh, full of life. To this day, I say my son was perfectly healthy. I had no idea that he was sick in any way. He was a stellar elite athlete. 
um, the night he passed away, he was actually trying out for one of the most elite basketball teams for his age bracket. And um, they said that he put on a show. He didn't miss a shot. He made the team and he went into cardiac arrest in the car with his father as he left and was not able to be revived. And um, from that moment or that night at the hospital, I have been working nonstop before he was even in the ground, um, raising awareness about this silent killer that uh, can take our youth so easily. That's crazy. Yeah. That's look at look at look at this though. Oh, look at the blessing. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. I'm sure as a mother, yeah. like the way that you carry that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you if you don't believe, and I don't want to offend folks. So whoever your most high is, if you believe that you're walking around here and doing stuff by yourself, you are not. I'm going to ask you to go get checked out. <laughs> because yeah. how do you, as a mother, yeah. she just said, before he was even in the mm-hmm. ground. She got to mm-hmm. it. I got to it. She, she rolled her it. sleeves up. I got to it. Um, I just, you know, I just couldn't imagine that a, another parent, you know, experiencing what I had. Yeah. Um, like I said, he was healthy to me. He was funny. He was vibrant. He he never complained about anything, any symptoms. I had no idea. And he went out like a light switch. Just, you know, just was gone. And I know uh, statistics say that one in every 300 uh, children or athletes or people um, will be uh, diagnosed. So I knew that there were other children out there. Actually, um, at least three uh, children that my son knew personally have been diagnosed since he's passed. And you know what? That's crazy because it talks. I remember when, um, you know, the, the, the different formations of of those, you know, but when they mm-hmm. were talking, when Whitney Houston died, I remember when they, you know, it, it was all the talk about the drugs and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then they discovered unbeknownst to anybody that she had had a, a, a smaller form of heart disease. And it was like, it's the, uh, you know, silent kill. It's mm-hmm. it's it's the it 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 showcases the importance of how it is that we need to stay current with our health in mm-hmm. all forms. And I know, you know, in our community, in the black community, anyway, you know, we real skeptical about doctors and all that other stuff because you know, I remember with my mom and all that, you know, she would, didn't want to go to the doctor, but there were certain things that I had to find that we all found out that you know you don't know what's in your generation. You don't know what's in your family history. Mm-hmm. And so when you have those types of those types of situations and things like that happen, it's important that you get checked out because we don't, you know, it deals with how we eat, how we mm-hmm. train, how we mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. And like you said, even in a situation like that, he was perfectly healthy, mm-hmm. you know, unbeknownst that there was some type of underlying situation that nobody knew. And and then sometimes you just don't find out. But I think what's, what is definitely uh, encouraging um, for you to be a mother, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, it, it, a parent shouldn't have to bury a child. Flat out shouldn't have to. It happens more often than it should. Mm-hmm. But f- to look at you and to it's not about trying to relate, but to look at you and to see how you took this, you know, and made a God moment out of it and be like this. OK, I know this didn't happen for no reason. Mm-hmm. I may not necessarily understand the severity of it, but God, I know that you got something that you want me to get out of it. Absolutely. And, f- and for you to take that ball and take that 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 cross, if you will, mm-hmm. and bear that, mm-hmm. but make it your business so that the memory of your son is not in vain. You say, hey, he died. He the men, the Lord made an agreement. This is how it happened. Mm-hmm. But the blessing comes out of it is, is that I'm making people aware mm-hmm. of something that's unbeknownst. And for that, I commend you for Thank it because you so much. we really Thank need you. to be on our health like that. Radar, you want to say something? 
<laughs> you don't want to see? No, nah, I'm just listening today. I do want to say, going back to the um, the the family history, uh, this his particular heart disease was genetic um, hmm. and, and hereditary. Um, I had uh, been high school sweethearts with his fathers. Uh, we met when we were 15 in high school. And I remember him saying that he had an enlarged heart. And I did not hear about an, another enlarged heart until the day after my son died. What? Yes. Um, comes to find out his father uh, has uh, carries the gene. And his mm. grandfather and both of his uncles, my son's uncles on his father's side, all have enlarged hearts. But none of them were uh, stellar athletes like yeah. my son. They, yeah. they didn't overexert their hearts. So they didn't go down, but they carry the gene. So this, you know, is allowing all of the family members to be tested. Yeah. And, um, you know, know that this can happen to prevent sudden death. So. Uh, family history is so important. It is. Getting on the phone, asking questions. You know, sometimes someone may die from a heart attack, which could very well be heart disease, but they just say heart attack, you know. So um, any heart conditions, any heart, yeah. you know, things you want to look into and um, possibly get checked. Yeah. So if you had known, was it curable? If No, heart disease is not curable. Mm. No, it's no cure, but there are medications that they can take. In my son's case, he probably would have needed a defibrillator, which is a device that would have been placed into his heart Uh for if he went into, if his heart stopped, that uh, he could possibly be revived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, listen, um, this is definitely good information to have. Mm -hmm. It is important that we definitely are up on our health and uh, we'll be back to talk a little bit more about this foundation and how she's continuing to manage her sanity if you will in continuing to fight this fight not just for herself but for the community we'll be back here on testimony tuesday radio praise your way Renew the right spirit in me, yeah. 
fresh start. I want a fresh start. This is Brittany Javon of B. Javon Catering. You're listening to Testimony Tuesday Radio with TB2, JPCEO, and DJ Radar. Catch them on Tuesdays, 8 p.m. on 92.9 FM. Testimony Tuesday Radio, we are back. DJ Radar had to step out because um, I don't know. He he just had to. JP, you all right? I'm good. I'm good. I'm making sure the coordinating is happening over here. Y'all, she's tired, so she's literally I just am. on her phone. You know what I'm I saying? But now she's all good. So we're still continuing this conversation. So you have a powerful testimony that I want to hear. Uh, it's 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 a lot. Um, Girl, come it's on. a lot. Um, you you wouldn't have time, but uh, I'll I'll make it short. You know, he was. Talking to me about my strength and um, and my ministry and my calling, which did not I did not answer until um, I lost my son. But it was very clear. Um, the Lord actually uh, prepared me for my son's death. Mm-hmm. He I he told me that my son was going to leave me. Mm-hmm. I knew it for the last three and a half years prior to his death. Yeah, that sounds like But I I didn't know when how. Um, I didn't want to believe it either. Correct. I didn't want to believe it. I cast it down. I rebuked it. I, I prayed all over that thing. I never spoke a word to anybody. Um, that's that's something you just don't do. You don't speak death over your children. Correct. It's, it's, it's blasphemy in my eyes. I wasn't having it. So I never said a word, but I prayed over it. Um, he did. He, listen, one day uh, I had uh, surprised my daughter with a car. It was her sweet 16. Me and my son surprised her. I got it on film. It's beautiful. It's so good. It's such a, one of my favorite videos of us. And, uh, and the Lord told me to record that too, by the way. And, um, that video of the surprise and, um, I was getting her registration together and I went in the rails room where I keep all of my children's important documents. And, um, as I was looking for her stuff, I pulled out, uh, her stuff and I saw that the rails birth certificate was split in half. And the Holy Spirit said, this is the separation between the spirit and the flesh. The rail's going to die. And I threw my hands up. I plead the blood of Jesus over his life. I ask for protection and, you know, just send your angels to him right now, Lord. And I just, and then I stopped and I said, what are you talking about? You're tripping. You're tripping. You're tripping. This ain't that. It ain't going to, let me just order some new birth certificates. And I put it in the back of my mind, never to be thought of again. Um, There were over, over, like I said, it was three years that he was preparing me within the last year over a period of seven months. He got very particular. He told me, you won't see him as an adult. Um, one day I saw him out of my peripheral walking out of the kitchen. Him and his my, his sister and my daughter were making their plates. And he said, you won't see him as an adult. I was playing with them in the living room and laughing, tickling. We, we were very physical. We played all the time. And the, I, the Holy Spirit said, don't get attached to him. He doesn't belong to you. And mm. I said, okay. You know, um, one day uh, he was in my bedroom with yellow basketball shorts on, bouncing a ball in my house like he always did, even though I told him not to. <laughs> and he was telling me a story. And he was laughing. We were joking. We were just talking. And the Holy Spirit said, he's sick. And I said, and I observed him and I watched him. And I said, he's not sick. So nothing's wrong with him. He's healthy. He's an athlete. Look at him. He's mm-hmm. not, what would you mean? And I was thinking, cough, cough. You know, sick, sick. Mm-hmm. not he has a bad heart, a heart sick, yeah. you know, right. yeah. and um, I also had a series of dreams and visions for months, at least five months, 
to, according to my calculations, which I have sat at walls and daydream for months and went over every aspect of my life for the yeah. last three years. So yeah. I'll say about five months straight uh, when I would be in the shower, not every time, but every other time about um, I was having visions over uh, myself crying over uh, one of my children's casket in the front of my church with a black veil over my face. And um, I remember one day getting upset and saying, what is wrong with me? Why am I fantasizing about one of my children dying? But what I found was that I was preparing for his death. I recall saying to myself, what would I do? What would I say? Mm. Who would I call first? Where, where would I bury him? What, what, what kind of person am I going to be afterwards? What kind of mother will I be to the child left behind? I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to be, I'm, they're going to have to sedate me. I'm not going to be me, but I'm better. I'm better than I ever was now. Um, and it's because of him. It was because, you know, the night, oh, God, man, I told you I was powerful. I had visions Jesus. over the phone call that I was going to receive of, of, of that night uh, to the point where, and the, the vision was I was always in my bedroom at nighttime by myself. And um, it was uh, like a month before he, he died. His dad called me. I was in the bedroom at nighttime by myself. And I answered. And I was right in the same place that I had seen. And I answered the phone afraid. And his dad asked me a question. We co-parent, by the way. So we, we have that. And he asked me a question. And I hung up the phone. And I looked at the phone and said, thank God that wasn't the call. Mm. So when the call came in that night, I was in my bedroom at nighttime by myself. His father was crying. And I already knew I don't want I didn't know that he was going to leave me, but I knew that something was wrong with my son mm -hmm. and it was time to go. And I was prepared. I described the night my son died as poetry in motion. It was not the worst night of my life. It really wasn't. I was such an awe of, of God, but more so the night before he died. OK, Saturday morning or it was I went to bed Saturday night, woke up Sunday morning and I had had a dream. And basically in the dream, um, a child of mine uh, died in my arms and the voice from above. I was in a room and a ceiling lifted up and light came in, pure daylight, white light came in. And the voice said, the baby's dying. The baby's going into cardiac arrest. And I said, no, no, no. And I, and I, you know, looked down at my baby and my baby's eyes was fluttering and closing. Mm -hmm. And I began to sing to the baby. I was making peace with them. And he, he, you know, the baby sang back. It was actually a girl baby. It was not, I had twins in the dream. And, um, but I, I, I never laid eyes on a boy baby, but I was with the girl baby. And I sang and baby sang back. And towards the end of the dream, um, I actually made a phone call to someone telling them um, my baby's dying, going into cardiac arrest. I need help. Uh, and his, it was actually my son's grandmother on his father's side. Um, we had not spoken in two months. We had a, a family uh, a fight, if you will, argument, disagreement. And um, we had not spoken. And the Lord told me not to move on that situation in real life. Uh, and I didn't. He told me, you know, just wait on me. Don't move until I say so. So in this dream, I call her and I'm like, my baby's dying, going into cardiac arrest. And um, she said, they're on their way. They'll be there. And then I start saying, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So sorry. And the baby said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so mm. sorry. And I woke up and I woke up grieving. I was heavy. I got out of my bed. I went to my husband and I told him everything. And I said, I take from this dream humbleness, forgiveness and life is too mm. short. Mm. And I called the grandmother and I apologized to her. She told, you know, we made nice. She said she wanted to reach out to me, but her pride wouldn't allow her. Mm. Um, she said my son had been on her like white on rice trying to get her to call, apologize and make us uh, make up. And uh, the next day, 
I got that phone call in my bedroom at nighttime and uh, in the hospital, you know, after he was pronounced, you know, did I let him go? And I was able to have that moment. I was there with him by the grace of God. And and, uh, when my husband walked in the room, I I looked at him because it didn't hit me then about the dream. I wasn't thinking about the dream. I was ultimately, you know, focused on my baby. But um, I looked at my husband and I'd say, my dream, my dream. And then it hit me and I revisited the dream because I asked my husband when I told him, I told him what I I took from the dream and I need to apologize to the grandmother. But I said, but why is the baby sorry? Why is the baby sorry? But the next day I found out he was apologizing to me for leaving me and breaking my heart the day before he passed. We serve an omnipresent God. He is everywhere Everywhere. all the time, yesterday, today, and forevermore. He knows everything, everything. And he knew that my son was going to say, Oh, my mama gonna go crazy. I, I need to give her a message, you know. And he apologized to me. I have, I was in that hospital that night. That baby died praising God. Ooh. I, you know, the baby was. Everybody thought I was crazy. Everybody, my my husband just was in shock. He was my witness. The grandmother was my witness. I told her all about the dream from word, my, from word, cardiac arrest. You know, so this is bigger than me. Um, I trust God. Yeah, yeah. I trust him with my son. I trusted him with my children prior to him taking away. Like he said, he, he's, he doesn't belong to you. He was a gift. And and I did my job. I made sure that he was trained up, that he knew the Lord and he accepted him as his savior. And I did my part. And now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fishing for souls. You know, I'm doing being about my father's business and uh, and I'll see my son again, you know. So, you know. I, I have joy, you know. I I, I think I lost my happiness. <laughs> that's yeah. that's some, you know. That's that's uh, circumstantial happiness. Yeah, right, you know yeah. what I mean? That's like a, that's a that's, feeling. You know that's that's, feeling. that that changes. That's, but I have joy. I have joy in the Lord, and um, that's my testimony, man. It, it was powerful, y'all. So I want to say this. I know you guys cannot see this young lady. You tell <laughs> when I tell you, she just sent me right on in. Uh, yeah. When I tell you, when she says she has joy, she's wearing it. She is. She's yeah. wearing it. I love the Lord. He's she's, so faithful. She's wearing it, and and that alone is like so. So here is here is the thing, Jesus. Is the strength to be able to sit there and tell that story. Yeah. There's yeah. strength in that. So you know, again, if you think that you are superhuman and you can sit mm-hmm. there and do that by yourself, mm-hmm. I need you to get checked out. <laughs> Secondly. Yeah. We can refer them to people. Is in the very, very opening ish thing that she said that was that lets you know yeah. that it's divinely driven. And she said, I don't want another parent to go through that. Immediately. Immediately. Mm -hmm. It became bigger than her immediately. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. so I'm here. Let's do something. Let's put in work, Mm -hmm. which is God's work. Mm -hmm. Correct. And if you don't see, if you don't see the power in that, I I, I honestly don't know what more a person can do to show you the power of God. There's so many different, there were so many different elements in that 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 hit me that I can relate to when Mm -hmm. it comes to. Uh, losing uh, may not necessarily a child, but when it was my mother, my brother, my father, and mm-hmm. and what I what I really love about it, and we're gonna talk about it a little bit more when we come back. But what was one of the powerful things that you said was that I got from it. It was cleaning up all the old chapters. Mm-hmm. 
with dealing with forgiveness and all these mm-hmm. different things. And mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all, mm-hmm. unforgiveness is killing people. Mm-hmm. You're holding on to something that really doesn't matter. And God will put you in a situation to where you are forced mm-hmm. to deal with it because you're getting ready to deal with something else. Oh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, we'll come back and talk about that a little bit more right here on Testimony Tuesday Radio. Praise your way. You're now tuned in to Testimony Tuesday Radio with JP, CEO, TB2, and DJ Radar, a.k.a. The Chosen One, on 92.9 FM. Hey you, since you're staring at your phone right now, I need you to check out www.unheardmedia.biz. You know they always say it starts with you. You and me, it starts with me. It starts with you. A world of peace, it starts with me. A world of love, it starts with you. A world of understanding, it starts with us. A world of peace, a world of love, a world of understanding. Hey. Rollin' A here. You are listening to Testimony Tuesday Radio with JP CEO, TB2, and DJ Radar. Testimony Tuesday Radio, where you praise your way. We are back here with Ms. Zena Sparks Chambers talking about um, the Darrell Thomas Foundation and raising awareness um, for cardiovascular disease. Um, listen, this segment, she, like I said, the last segment, is, she gave our testimony, which was definitely powerful. And before we go into the next part of what we're talking about, I just want to just jump back on real quick. I don't care what color, I don't care what race, I don't care what's going on. One of the most important set parts of her testimony is dealing with the art of forgiveness. And you need to understand, it's not just for the other person. It may not even be for them. It may be for you. She was in a, This young lady was in a situation to where the Lord was preparing her mm-hmm. for her son to leave. Mm-hmm. And what the other thing that I know all my all my church goers out there, y'all know we will rebuke anything in a minute mm-hmm. and be sitting there saying that's the devil and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. But the Bible is very clear that if you are in tune with him, that my sheep know my voice. Mm-hmm. So you God. know when it's him. Mm-hmm. And so what I also thought was very commendable is that she 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 came against it. But she didn't speak on it because she was like, uh, uh, nah, I'm not speaking this over my child. But I'm also not ready to put myself in a situation to where I'm like, I'm God. I'm not, I don't believe this is you, but I'm not going to say it's not. So one, it's very important that we make sure that we're always in tune with the Lord's voice so that we know when we're in a situation, if it's him or not, we need to also make sure that we're not, because sometimes it's God's voice, your voice, or the devil's voice. In this situation, it was the Lord. Mm -hmm. But we also need to be in a place to where we are prepared for whatever it is that's coming. If she had not forgave and took those process that took those steps of of forgiving and cleaning up those old chapters. That would have been something else that would have been added on mm-hmm. to what she was already getting ready to deal with. So I just want everyone in our community and just people that's listening all over the world. There really is some serious power in forgiving. I, you could be right in your offense, mm-hmm. but how you ha- carry it out, how you hold on to it, how you hold yourself hostage, being mad at somebody else and letting pride keep you from getting things right. Now, forgiving don't mean we got to be best buddies again, mm-hmm. but you do need to learn how to forgive because forgiveness is causing a lot of different rifts in your health um, as well as in how you move spiritually, emotionally, and all these different things. So I, I just want to push that again. If you got to out with somebody, just like the Bible says, if you have an out with your friend or your 
your neighbor, put your gift at the altar, lay it down and go have a conversation mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. And then there are other steps to take, but make the proper steps in forgiving. And even if they don't, mm-hmm. make sure it's off of you. You know, and it was definitely, you know, that was definitely God because um, that that, uh, you know, I, I actually wanted to apologize prior to, but he wouldn't let me. He said, don't move wait on me. So that's why when and the dream mm-hmm. came, that's what I took from it. I really didn't really take anything about the baby passing, but I was, you know, focused on that. And. As you all know, you know what they say about de- uh, funerals and weddings yeah. bring out the worst in people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he that that was an act of humbleness. Yeah. That phone call that I made and 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 I laid all the way down. You know, I love this woman. Um, she's like a mother to me, so that was easy. But it was the the death of that boy. Yeah, hit. I was the Lord prepared me. Right. I wasn't shocked. But everyone let's else. be very clear. I wasn't shocked. I was in awe of my Lord and Savior and His power, yeah. and His might, and, and His sovereignty. I was just there, right? Everybody else, yeah. He was mm. ripped from. He was stripped from. He he was amazing. He was everything to everybody, and they were upset. They were hurt. They were mad. You know anything you can think of, and and and. You know, I got some of that because I was I was in a, in a happy place, you know, a, a different place. Yeah. And um, things came at me. And, and, and at that time, I saw people that I love, but I saw the enemy using them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the first time that I saw uh, the enemy use people like puppets and, and, and you know, stringing, be, them, stringing them, mm-hmm. them because of their of their grief and whatever they were going with. And 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 being in the mind state that I was in, had I not. I humbled myself completely yeah. the way that I did with yeah. that, 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 you know, what God gave me to do, I probably would have been in jail. I probably would have been, in, I would have lost it. You know, you, yeah. you know, it was too much, but I had humbled myself before the Lord and her and the family, you know, and I got through it and I would not have been able to do that with that. None of us would have. You know, so he was walking way ahead. So you move when he tell you to move. You listen when when he tell you to stay put. You know, stay put. When you say be quiet, be quiet, and move when he say moving. And, and right. it was just bigger. It was just bigger than all of us, and yeah. and that's how we survived that. So let's talk about um, you giving pointers to to parents yeah. who are listening to you saying, "Oh yeah. my God, yeah. you know, I have a stellar athlete," yeah. or. What what do I do? What do I, what do I do? Because you being in here, yeah, is another part of the gift, right? Yes, yes. Because uh, none of us could have delivered, it, yeah. Right. Yeah. So what can what can you uh, suggest to parents? Give them to make sure that we're. Okay. Avoiding this situation as much as possible. Okay, get your pens and, and paper ready. Come okay, on. I need you to take notes, especially parents who have you know children. Not even athletes, just athletes, because again, this there's millions of Americans walking around with this disease and have no idea that they have it. And that's mm. black, white, tall, slim, yeah. big, whoever, however. So anyone can have it. But number one, again, is knowing your family history, yeah. getting on that phone, just finding out if you have any inkling that anybody died from anything. This is something that you will 
want to mention to your doctor, your pediatrician. It's a red flag and they can do further testing. Uh, number two, uh, include your children when you're answering any medical um, information in the doctor's office, the dentist's office. When you're filling out that paperwork and your children are on their phone, tell them put their phone down and sit there with them and ask them, have they experienced any of these symptoms? Because mm. we can't assume that we know everything. Um, I, I always filled out his information. I never really asked him anything because he never told me anything. And I just assumed that I knew if something was wrong. Mm. I was wrong. Mm. I was wrong. I don't mm. know what he had experienced that morning or that the night before, you know, so you want to make sure that you're including them in all medical information forms, answering questions again, even at the dentist, wherever it's their body. Let them speak for themselves if they can speak. Okay. Um, the next one, um, again, just asking questions. How do you feel? How have you been feeling today? Anything hurting, anything bothering you, you know, um, how, you know, how just that just really, you know, being intentional about asking questions. Also, uh, yearly physical exams, um, Darrell had went quite a while without a physical because it wasn't required. He was playing eighth grade um, uh, basketball for his school as well as AAU. AAU does not require physicals. Mm -hmm. um, football players, are, you know, typically require those, but he didn't. And again, he looked healthy. He was an athlete. He was an amazing athlete. So no one assumed that, you know, he would ever fail a, a physical, but um, you need those yearly, even if they're not athletes. You want to make sure that you're taking your kids in regularly um, for evaluations as well as, you know, so you, you hear this story. Um, it's not going to be um, a, a situation where you can go into your pediatrician and say, hey, you know, I heard this story on the radio and I want to get my kids checked. It's not going to be that easy. They, they have to have symptoms. The symptoms of uh, cardi uh, cardiovascular disease in, in young athletes is a shortness of breath, uh, chest pain, fainting, um, fatigue, mm -hmm. nauseousness, especially after eating. Um, any of these things, you know, you want to be very mindful of. So if you have any of those, you want to, I say, go to the emergency room now. Go to the hospital. If your children are dealing with any of those, you want to go there. Don't wait on making an appointment there. But um, so the pediatrician is going to need some red flags as well as if you have any family history, they can um, pull up the test that is needed. Um, most uh, times it's called an echocardiogram that they would do. Um, it's an ultrasound of the heart. It will measure the, the size of the heart, the blood flow of the heart. Uh, and so you can, you can go that route. And you need to get a referral from your pediatrician to uh, a cardio um, cardiologist doctor who would perform that test. So symptoms um and and physicals and yeah yeah that's it I, I thought it was interesting that uh you said to involve the children because i think yeah. most parents do like they're just like yeah. i would know if they were sick because they're thinking what right. cough cough sick like you said right. instead right. of saying man I haven't asked them if something is hurting or mm -hmm. something, mm -hmm. you know, like, did you did you yeah. get tired really mm -hmm. quick today? Or if they take an extra couple of naps. Right. Are, see, are you paying attention to yeah. that? So and that's those. Those are great. Change in behavior. And, great and I mean, like anything, guys, listen, Darrell to me. On, he, like I say, five months before he passed, he came in my room. He said, Mom, my shoulder hurts. It was his left shoulder. He, he he said his shoulder hurt. And I just envisioned him doing a layup and pulling a muscle or mm -hmm. something. So I said, get some ice, put some ice on it. The next day I came back, I said, oh, how's it feeling? You feeling better? He's like, yeah, I'm good. 
but that was a symptom was of a heart, heart disease, disease of heart it was disease more internal than anything. and the next you know the next time i know he he's dead you know so we're not doctors do not play again you know the symptoms you know that this silent killer now exists and and just don't play on it don't sleep on it don't take any chances if you have any of these symptoms fainting um uh chest pain uh shortness of breath yeah. take them to the emergency room perfect well, we definitely want to make sure that we're supporting. So when Absolutely. we come back, we definitely want to talk about um, the way that we can support the foundation. We can get the word out and, and pour into your efforts. So we want to make sure that we give everybody all that good information. It, yes. Doesn't matter where you are. You'll be able to support. Yep. So make sure that you do. Get your cash apps ready. Get it. Get them together. Get them together. K PayPal, Cash App, Zelle, yep. uh, Walmart to Walmart. I don't care. You get it ready because the and it's important because we as people of color as well as people of all nationalities we need to know this stuff because we really need to preserve our lives as best as we. And listen, we know we all got to go, but if we can preserve our lives with just everyday things, yeah, we 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 need to know these types of things. And also. Uh, one very important thing, and I was almost about to forget, but it's extremely important, knowing CPR. <laughs> Darrell yeah. went into cardiac arrest in the car with his father on Lindbergh, leaving uh, Chaminade um, private, school. private School. There's nothing out there. It was almost mm-hmm. 9 o'clock at night. There was nothing around, and he had to make a decision. Do I stop on the side of the road in the dark, or do I drive to the nearest um, um, gas station or place where people are. And he drove. My son, when you go into cardiac arrest, when your heart stops, you have at least two minutes to start administering CPR. By five minutes, all of the major organs begin to shut down and Mm -hmm. it's irreversible. Darrell went 10 minutes before CPR was administered. And the police on staff, the, the officer that was at the quick trip that his father flagged down, he was um, he he was startled and slow to give CPR because the rail, you know, uh, with him going into cardiac arrest, he, he was like foaming at the mouth, yeah. basically. And he didn't want to make contact. You don't need you can't guys we cannot uh, rely on someone else to do what you can do for your own child yeah. okay mm. so if you have children I don't even if you don't you can save someone's life and jump in and and get CPR started and keep the blood flowing to the major organs until someone can get there with a defibrillator and shock them um I children as young as 10 can get um trained you know so get um i'm about to become cpr uh, a cpr instructor and i'm going to make it my business to go around to uh schools uh practices with coaches and make sure that people are trained awesome yes yes. well we'll be back to talk about how we can support your efforts more on testimony tuesday radio where you what praise your way amen This this is Testimony Tuesday Radio. Testimony Tuesday Radio on 92.9 FM.
ready to make a change in your life? Are you ready to be the change you want to see? Are you even ready to join a sisterhood that won't keep you hanging? Listen, join Black Women Networking to make a difference in your life and your community. Contact Tina at 314-489-9808 for more information. Or you can visit www.blackwomennetworkinternationalmissouriillinois.com That's www.bwn international m-o-i-l dot com testimony tuesday radio we are back here with miss zena sparks chambers the ceo and founder of the Darrell thomas foundation we were just talking about um she has some statistics so you have some t- statistics uh, statistics about dealing with uh, cardiovascular disease and heart disease and what was what was it that you were saying i was saying that every three days a young athlete dies of cardiac arrest and it's, it typically happens at school. Um, 57% of the people, the young athletes that die from this disease yearly are black males. Mm. So we really have to educate our community about this and get out there. And I need your help. I need your help. You know, if I had had one little glimpse or whisper that this disease even existed, mm-hmm. my son might be alive today, you know. So, you know, I need everybody who's listening now to make sure that they tell everybody they know about this story and tell them to tell everybody that they know. And if you have more questions about what this is and um, just more info, you can visit our website at www.DarrellThomasFoundation.org. You can follow me on social media, on all social media platforms, Instagram, as well as Facebook at Darrell Thomas Foundation. Um, I have an annual event that I put on, quite a few annual events that I put on um, where I raise awareness about this disease. Uh, I put on, um, I did a ball hard basketball uh, shootout for boys. And then I did an all-star extravaganza for high school girls um, in which we have nurses from Black Nurses Rock come in and um, possibly watch you now. I'm partnering with them. And uh, they come in and they raise awareness and and tell you everything that you need to know. Um, I also have a back to school drive where we give away book bags full of school supplies. And again, we're out there raising awareness and trying to reach someone who possibly may be sick. Uh, Statistics say that one in 300 will be diagnosed. 
will be diagnosed. I've been following other parents who've lost children as well. Even just for me personally, since the rails passed, I've tracked personally 25 other kids who've passed away. Just gone. And uh, um, one woman in Texas had an event, much like how I have mine, and she had uh, echocardiogram screenings there at her event. Three people were diagnosed mm. with heart disease. Mm. So, you know, word of mouth is everything. Yeah. Yep. So what else can um, can we do, can the audience do? Uh, give your website, give your social media, give your cash app, give your PayPal, uh, because these efforts have to be supported. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's a, it's a foundation. So the biggest thing you can do is to give in, yeah. what, yep. in one give. way or the other. Volunteer, volunteer and more than anything share you share. see share. any information mm-hmm. share it so maybe maybe you're in a position where you can't mm-hmm. give or volunteer but maybe 10 people in your network can so you know um, support in action by yeah. sharing mm-hmm. share this episode mm-hmm. share all the information you know have people go to the website so if you can do nothing else please share but give us details on what we can do Okay, so you can go to the website, uh, org. There, you can make donations straight from there, except PayPal. I don't have a cash app, but you can do that. You can make donations on Facebook as well. Yeah. Um, you can uh, purchase a T-shirt, you know, that helps the foundation as well. And you um, raising awareness out on your own. Um, you can also uh, volunteer on the website as well, just putting your information. And when we have events, we will look you up. Um, yeah. So those are, uh, well, Facebook, Instagram, all Darrell Thomas Foundation right there. Can't miss us. Again, you all, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere on the website as well, you will be looking for Darrell Thomas Foundation. Um, this is the CEO who was also his mother, Xena uh, Sparks Chambers. We appreciate you so much for coming in here to share your awesome testimony. I was Just, honored. Well, you know, it's yeah, a man, pleasure. Even man. though Radar didn't really do much, but listen, <laughs> it's it's only but but in all seriousness, in all seriousness, it's it's moments like these that. Um, have to remind us, no matter what you may be enduring through your day or whatnot, you need to always, first and foremost, check yourself. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're in order. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think one thing I was sitting here thinking the Lord was kind of dealing with me was, is that, you know, man, we always know how to dress things up for other people and make it look like all things are okay. Whether mm-hmm. we're telling it being true, and sometimes we don't know. We really do think that we're okay. Mm-hmm. I just want people to always understand this. No matter what, you know, what you believe in, whatever, I just speak for me personally. Um, God knows the heart. He sees the heart. He knew you before you got here. Mm-hmm. He knows the hairs that's on your head. Mm-hmm. He knows everything about you. He know when you're getting here. He know when you're leaving. And so it does you. It does yourself no good to try to mask your issues to a God that already knows all. Um, also, it is important that again, like I said earlier, forgive, release, let things go. Um, and another important thing that Ms. Zena was talking about is open your mouth and say something, whether it's a child or whether you're an adult. If you are feeling something that is abnormal, that is not in your normal routine, say something. It is important as parents, as people, period, that we start to really voice things that are going on in our bodies so that we can try to get ahead of these things and try to figure out what's going on. Um, but here at Testimony Tuesday Radio, I say it, JP said, Radar in his silence says it. You know, we definitely 
commend you and appreciate you, Thank sh- you so much. sharing your platform with our platform and with this this type of uh, epidemic that is going on. JP, you got something? Oh, yeah. You know, we got to make sure we shout out our supporters and partners. So we have the Army of Entrepreneurs International. Mm, that's why you're so tired. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. STL TV. Because they want to mm-hmm. put us on TV. BWN. Because they ow, just got hit. Like, radar just punched me. They're like brothers. Yeah. Uh, the Kidpreneur Program, St. Louis Trotters, T-Seed, Executive Productions and Extravagant Events, uh-huh. the International Podcast Alliance, yes. and Sisters Pop, Gourmet Butter Toffee Popcorn. My cha cha She has some uh, strawberries and cream. Popcorn is that new? It, it is a new flavor, good. and she's she's actually um, looking to try some new flavors. So if you go and follow, and it's Sisters Pop, S I S T A S P O P on all social media, uh-huh. she's looking for flavors to try. To she's try, a, yeah. yeah. So if and if she picks your flavor, you get like zoozooms and wham whams and all that good stuff. So and, if you're a popcorn lover and you want a flavor. Get at her. And did you also, you said Kidpreneur, right? Yes. That's where Radar came from. That's where, <laughs> That's where he came from. You know what I'm saying? He is a, he is a product of, of the, the Kidpreneur, Kidpreneur program. That's why I'm going to call on you. So, upcoming events. So, we do have Testimony Tuesday live dates, May 5th, August 4th, October 6th. Yes. Uh, our good friend, Rollin A. Anderson will be in St. Louis February 24th. Come back soon. He, every time we say her name, he does something like that. Because that's usually how short the song it's, is. Every single time. Yeah, but she March 21st? Uh, yours truly. TB2 will be live in concert um, in Denver, Colorado. Testimony Tuesday Radio will be streaming the event live there. We also have special guest comedian Stefan Smith. Uh, what else? Um... Another four-part podcast series will be in April with yours truly, JP CEO. Is that the person that be having those dope podcast experiences with that big yeah. microphone now? Yeah, 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 with the snacks. With the snacks that we don't get. Remember the snacks, the snacks. we don't be getting right off? I was just about to say that. We don't get them snacks. Like, I, I want some Starburst right now. What? Some uh, Night Quill or something. Yeah. 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 May 9th? May 9th, uh, was it TV2? I'm live in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Um, Testimony Tuesday also will be streaming that event. Well, we partner, uh, I'm partnering with uh, uh, Tara Adams down there, or Tara Adams, yeah, with uh, Hands Up Against Lupus. Uh, hands Up Against Lupus. She has lupus, and God blessed her to be a survivor. And so this is part of her foundation. So they're doing a ga- uh, gala, if you will, for that event. What else we got? And then May 16th, we will be in Salt Lake City, in the Utah. Yeah, yeah. And the Utah. Something new. Something new. Somewhere new. Somewhere new. Yeah. So we're excited about that. It'll be a good, good time, a good mix of us and music and more of us. And hopefully folks come out and we get connected and, you know, keep growing the platform. Yeah. Shout out to all of the listeners um, here in the last, I would say, 30 days. Uh, Ireland and Canada has been showing out. You need more music for the uh, Testimony Tuesday radio stream, live stream. Aha. Uh-huh. So that's DJ Radar, and he is saying, submit your DJ pack. Radar, tell them what the DJ pack is. <laughs> I should tell them to go back to listen to what episode was that? Oh, it was two episodes ago. If you go back, matter of fact, if you go to episode 21, 
that will actually be the episode that explains to you what a DJ pack is. But just for the sake of doing it again, Radar, what's a DJ pack? Clean, instrumental, acapella, music. Please and thank you. You send that to jp at unheardmedia.biz. You send that to jp at unheardmedia.biz. Radar? Then she sends it to DJ Radar. Radio. Radio. Real. And all that in between. (laughs) If y'all only knew what I have to put up with behind the scenes, y'all going to get to see because we're bringing the live mix and the international live stream, which we've been doing for a while. (laughs) So we're bringing that into the mix here. So you guys will get to see the madness behind the scenes. Zena kind of walked in on a little bit of madness. She, she looked in the room I'm like, used to it. Mm-hmm. I work in a salon, so she's oh, like, yes, "What are they yeah. doing in there? Like, what is going? But wait a minute, stuff so are, everywhere." So are you basically trying to throw all of the foolishness off on me and Radar as if you don't take part in it? Not today, I did not. That's tired. because you tied with you just tied with bleach. But in your yeah. tiredness, there's still some shade. I don't know what you're talking about. Palm trees. I haven't noticed any shade from her. I've been too See, tired today. I want y'all to know that's see that's that woman loyalty yeah. and all that. Well, let stuff. me tell you, they been shady talking about snacks. <laughs> no, that I that was, was a shot hungry. at me I'll, about I'll snacks. Home, you know, I mean, yeah. it took her five years to get us a ring. You know, what I'm saying everybody else getting snacks and stuff like that. You know, what I'm saying. Would you rather have snacks or a ring? Snacks. Snacks. Wow. Because we look, she, she said, said snacks. snacks. <laughs> she said snacks. Wow. Do y'all you hear are, this? You're just like Patty LaBelle. This is recorded. No, you're just like Patty LaBelle and Mikey. You're on your own. So I'm going I'm going to go to Family Dollar. I'm going to get a 10 pack of Reese's for a dollar. I can't have chocolate. Like, 10 pack like of chips. Uh, uh, Skittles. And some Flaming Hot Cheetos. Some Cheetos, and that's it. She didn't even say Flamin' Hot. She said Cheetos. She literally going to go to the that's Family all. Dollar and get that variety pack. They, they get nothing <laughs> we gotta else. We got to share the bag. It probably right. We're going to share the bag. We're going to get a brown hey, paper bag. Hey, they said snacks, didn't they? You heard they it. It's it. recorded. They did. It goes down in history. Listen, this has been another crazy episode of Testimony Tuesday Radio. Messina, we thank you so thank much. Thank you for having yes, me. Yes, thank you very much. Pleasure. Radar, we thank you for, yeah. Um, and uh, here at Testimony Tuesday Radio, remember, above anything else, love somebody. Live, pray, and follow us on social media at Testimony Tuesday Radio, Facebook, oh. and Instagram. Absolutely. Anything else? That's it. We out. Deuces. Peace. Bye. <laughs>